Hello, and welcome to another episode of City on a Hill, a podcast about what it means to be a citizen of heaven and a citizen of the United States. We want to encourage Christians to find their tribe in the church and their hope in the kingdom of God, rather than to seek both in the kingdom of man. So with that, let's get to it today. Well, hello, my name is Eric Eastep. And I'm Scott Reevely. And today we have a little bit uh, different flavor to our episode. We started this podcast uh, hoping that we would help uh, listeners make some changes in the way that they perceive the world, engage with politics, engage with their church. And the reality is that uh, this has prompted changes for both of us. And you know, I can say that it's changed me and that I've learned a lot and all that, but the biggest change here is for Eric. And so Eric does have something uh, to tell us. And so Eric, what is your announcement? What is your announcement? So listeners, you can hear from this podcast, uh, I am running, I'm standing for election for District 37. Uh, that's the state representative seat for Westland and Tualatin, which is the district I live in here in Oregon. And I'm going to be campaigning for that seat this year wow and what does that entail then campaigning campaigning would involve uh meeting a lot of people um probably see some yard signs <laughs> there's going to be oh, fundraising and all that kind of stuff um i i assume this isn't going to be the first podcast interview i have <laughs> but it might <laughs> be the easiest <laughs> i'm just throwing softballs at you uh but there'll be a lot of that meeting people um fundraising, talking on the phone, uh, trying to encourage people to vote for me. There you go. And there's a there's a primary, I assume. And then a yeah, there's a primary in May, and then there's the general election in November. Okay. Well, that's pretty exciting. This also makes you the first politician that we've interviewed on the City on the Hill podcast. There we go. We did it. <laughs> so there you go. Well, that does make me um, have several questions. And... Uh, the first is, I mean, is this a, is this like a lifelong ambition? Is this something that you'd hope to do since you were a child? I mean, if some people want to play in the NFL, I mean, did you want to do this? Or where did this come from? This wasn't like a, oh, I'm going to be a mailman or I'm going to be a politician when I grow up. It, that wasn't the way it came to me. Um, probably right out, and this is kind of a story we talked about earlier on in this in this podcast, coming out of seminary and kind of getting connected to the world and trying to get a pulse on what's going on. That was around 2016, 2017, uh, let the listener understand, and <laughs> uh, started getting involved in um, engaging the city, engaging the process, listening to what was going on in, in political spheres and things like that, and realized there needs to be more people involved. There needs to be more people who care about the city. So in 2017, I got... I. Uh, applied to be appointed to some advisory boards. I got on. I was appointed to the library advisory board. Later, uh, from there, I was appointed to the library district advisory committee, which is at the county level. And I'm on some other boards now. But that was kind of the initial. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go love my city, mm -hmm. and this is a way to do it. And the influence is is easy to to gain there. You show up, and you're the one in the room, so you can you can actually seek the welfare of the city, even in a little library advisory uh, board meeting. So that uh, just kind of grew. And 
hey, if I'm if I'm using influence here, if I'm striving to be a steward here, um, with what God's given me, maybe I can do it in something bigger than that. Hmm. So that's kind of where it started, and it, now it's grown to this. And I'm okay. I'm not sure what happens from here. Sure. Obviously, I have some desired ends, but I don't know. I'm not the one in control of those things. So. Well, cool. I remember you saying once you, uh, like maybe after your first library board meeting, just how surprised you were that you immediately had a voice and mm-hmm. you immediately uh, were involved and had some say-so and the decisions were, you actually participated in the decisions. And mm-hmm. so that was really cool. And I think that's probably something that, again, you would encourage our listeners oh, yeah. to, to pitch in on because somebody's got to do it and right. why not people who care about the kingdom? Right. And I would add people that are trying to love their neighbors. There's a really good way to meet your neighbors. Mm. <laughs> so it's it's just such an easy easy in. Um, and I would definitely encourage anyone listening to, to do that. Well, good. Um, I suspect that there will be other places, maybe those other podcasts you referred to, where you'll discuss your policies and your viewpoints and the things that uh, would maybe persuade someone to vote for you um, or not, I suppose. And, um, you know, it might be good here, though, since this is sort of your home podcast, right? Nice. For you to discuss not the what's of, you know, policies and viewpoints, but the why's. I mean, what, why are you um, running for office? Why would you, why would another Christian run for office? And mm-hmm. what, what is driving, is there anything underneath just, mm-hmm. I want to be involved, mm-hmm. driving this for you? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we've in church we've been going through the Sermon on the Mount. And we just went through something uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The, the golden rule piece, which is kind of a, a different way of describing love your neighbor as yourself, which is how God. One of the the two pieces that Jesus said, "This is the whole law. This is mm-hmm. this is how you do everything," and that is probably the primary driver. I need to love my neighbor. That's what Jesus told us to do. And how can I do that? Some of those things are really practical and small and happen on a daily basis. And some of them are, I'm going to run for office because the way we set up our system is, is representative. That's, that's how we do these things. And if something needs cared for, maybe I'm one of the ones that can care for it. So, so at a base level, it's, I'm going to love my neighbor. And one of those ways would be to use leadership Hmm. to represent them well, to take care of the things that we share together well. That's, that's the first one. I would also say um, we are, I like to use the phrase, we are exiled stewards. And we've talked quite a bit in, in this podcast about Jeremiah 29 and, and God talking to the exiles and saying, you're going to this place, um, but don't worry, I have a plan for you. And that's usually where we stop quoting that verse. Hmm. Uh, but he says, I have a plan for you and I will come back for you in a long time. But in the meantime, you need to plant gardens. You need to give your kids in marriage. You need to raise families and build things and and tend to them and make sure that there's fruit coming out of that garden. There's vegetables coming out of that garden so you can um, gain sustenance from it. And that's what you're supposed to do when you're in exile. Mm-hmm. We we talk. That's the the posture we're constantly talking about in this podcast. Is we belong to the kingdom of God. So that means we're exiles here. And what do you do in this place? One possible posture is. I don't really like this place. I don't want anything to do with it. Um, I think that's the wrong posture. I think mm-hmm. the right posture is I need to be a steward of this place and I'm going to seek its welfare. That's language from Jeremiah 29. Um, and I think to seek, one of the ways to seek the welfare of the city 
is to say, I can help lead the city. Mm -hmm. I can help lead the district. I can help lead the state. And I want the welfare of this city. And I want the welfare of Oregon. I love Mm. this little place. And um, with the, the proper... Um, the proper posture about where I ultimately belong, I can I can still be a steward here and do these things well. And I think one of them could be uh, as a representative. Another thing that comes to mind for me, I'm often pondering Jesus's parable about the talents. And mm-hmm. he talks about this manager and um, he's going to leave for a little while and he gives different servants um, different number of talents and says, do something with these. And when I come back, I'm going to see how this goes. And he gives one to one and three to another and five to another. And he comes back and says, what did you do? And most of them say, hey, I took what you gave me and I, I invested it or I used it or, or I made it grow. And uh, the the person in the parable keeps saying, well done, good and faithful servant. Uh, and there's someone that didn't do anything with it. They just got scared and said, I'm just going to bury this. Um, I don't know what to do. And I don't want to be that guy. Right. <laughs> I want to be right. the other guys. And I want to use whatever it is God has given me uh, for good, for good ends. Because uh, I want I want to hear that phrase, well mm-hmm. done, good and faithful servant, mm-hmm. um, good and faithful steward, really. So those are those are some of the things. Good. Wow. That's a, that's a great download. I, I hope somebody will listen to that a second time because there's a lot there. But it did occur to me when you're talking about us living here as exiles, that we have some pretty good examples of exiles mm-hmm. in the Bible doing that very thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what that's where how Daniel ended up, right? And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right. They were they were serving the kingdom as exiles, and right. so was Joseph. Mm-hmm. And so over and over, you see the people of God uh, invested in this kind of way as not as you know rooted citizens, but as people who are exiles and serving the king of kings in that capacity. So mm-hmm. it does. I have to tell you that it does encourage me that you can connect this you know, prospect of mm. running for office with your podcasting here. Okay. Sit down the hill. They, they fit together because I, I think that's really cool. Um, you know, speaking n- not just in the present that it fits our podcasting, but uh, as you're running for office or holding office, I mean, what is there in the future that you uh, would like to see? And is, is there like a future hope mm. for what's going to become of this mm-hmm. prospect for you? Yeah, well, in the running for office, the the whole campaign process we just talked about, I'm going to get to meet so many people, mm. and I'm really excited about that. Um, I've, I have enough stories in my past of engaging work and getting to be used in really cool ways by God because you meet people and build relationships and just amazing things can happen. So just the idea that I get to meet a bunch of neighbors mm-hmm. and say, Hey, I want to, I want to take care of us. Can mm-hmm. we do that? That that's, that's almost an end in itself. That sounds mm-hmm. pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I get the opportunity to actually hold office, uh, the phrase stewardship just keeps coming to mind for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of things I look out and go, Hey, if you, if you drive around Portland at all, or just not even Portland, just the area, there's a lot of people living on the streets right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that are not being taken care of. And I know who who is responsible for those things. Mm-hmm. And they're not being taken care of. So I would love to see them taken care of. The people that are disadvantaged, people that um, can't, that don't have the help they need, that don't have the care that they need. Um, if we could do something about that, if we could... Uh, 
be stewards of resources to help people, that that would be a great end. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that comes to mind, and probably because of the Coises conversations we've been having, is government holds uh, government sits in a specific sphere, and one would hope that government is excellent at what is, is required of it. Mm. Um, I think there's probably there's probably been a lot of tension with where we we're looking at government and we're going to thinking oh, I think they're kind of stepping out of their sphere a little bit and and maybe pushing the boundaries. Um, I, I'd I'd rather just see government in its sphere, but whatever that sphere is, doing that excellently. I want mm-hmm. government to do what it's supposed to do and do it well. And I think I can help the government do that thing well. Some of that is pandemic response for sure. Some of mm-hmm. that is uh, creating a just system, um, pursuing justice. That's that's why there's a justice system. That's why we do these things. Uh, so there there is definitely a sphere for the government, and I just look and go. I, I, there's ways to make this work better. There's ways to uh, pursue excellence that are that are not being pursued right now. So those are some of the ends. Those are little bits there, but ultimately it comes down to stewardship. It comes down to loving neighbors. And I see neighbors not being loved at the, at the broad level, yeah. at the system level. At a different level than just right. next, next door, I'm snubbing them, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can love yeah. my neighbor across the street sure. as an individual. Right. Um, that's different. The government uh, has tasks that are supposed to happen for neighbors, and those are not happening the way they should. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, so... Uh, am I to assume then that you're going to make Oregon a city on the hill? There, there it is, folks. There it I is. just had to put that in there, you know. Oh, man. If huh, city on a hill. So if we are quoting Jesus, I would say no. Okay. Uh, Oregon is not the city on a hill. The church is the city on a hill, which if, if this is news to you, this is, well, I don't even know what episode this is, but it's the whole premise of this podcast. Um, I am not purporting to make uh, take away the the identity of the church and put it on Oregon or put it on the United States or anything like that. Um, but I am part of the city on a hill. And if I can be a help to Oregon um, mm. because I belong to the city on a hill, that sounds like a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. And we've talked a little bit about justice. We've talked a little bit about loving neighbor. If, if we can do any of those things as Oregonians better... Um, it may have the flavor of more city on a hill type things. It won't be the city on a hill because uh, that's Jesus's city, and mm-hmm. that's not that's not Oregon. Um, but we can we can emulate more of the the practical ramifications of of what the city on a hill does. Mm-hmm. And if that weren't the case, I don't think there'd be any drive to actually engage. Right. Like if if there can be no change, if there can be no um, difference by me in, engaging or not. Then what? Then why would you do it? But because I belong to the city on a hill, because I'm my tribe is the church uh, in the kingdom of God, and justice is rolling in that kingdom. Um, if I can help a little of that happen here, because I'm an ambassador um, of that kingdom, if I can if I can do that and point to that city on a hill, because they're just practical things that are working, because I'm involved, that sounds like a wonderful outcome. Well, it's not just uh, it's not that you're trying to make one into the other or somehow merge them right. or but really in even in Jesus words mm-hmm. a, a city on a hill cannot be hidden right. you do not light a light and then put it under right. a bushel and right. essentially what you're proposing it sounds like 
is to take the very idea mm-hmm. that there's light in this kingdom and mm-hmm. shine it to Oregon, mm-hmm. which uh, that is very, uh, very much, I think, in line with what Jesus had in mind there. Totally. And, so. and, and for the listeners, if I can just press on that, it, it, it just has been pounded over and over and over again on the, on the Sermon on the Mount, at least for me as I'm listening to it. So much of that is, this is how you live in public now. It's don't hide the light. It's don't um, don't be something other than kingdom citizens. And this is one fairly major step I'm taking to not not hide mm. these things anymore, not um, be private. But there are so many other opportunities for anyone listening to be public in those things and be um, be the, be the meek, be uh, the the poor in spirit, the ones that are connected to the kingdom. And you're all you're all ambassadors. Um, I don't know what those ways are for you. It might be as simple as uh, go join a library board. I don't, I don't know what it is or, or join a neighborhood association. Um, I'm just taking a, a bigger step in that yeah. same idea. Or it might even be smaller than that and just take a plate of cookies yeah. so, as an individual to a neighbor. Yep, I mean, yep. you, can, you can love more neighbors in a different capacity, but one neighbor at a time will eventually get the job done. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, so this does seem like a bigger step, Eric, I have to say, one that I'm <laughs> happy you're taking and not me. But um, is there any way that uh, our listeners could uh, help you with this or pray for you about this? Mm. Or what is there a way that, you know, we could be involved with that mm-hmm, somehow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say pray for me. That sounds wonderful. Um, talk, to, talk to the king and ask him for help for me, for our family. Um, we, I keep using the phrase, we're about to jump into a pool and we don't know what the temperature is or how deep it is. <laughs> so there, there's, there's a bunch of unknowns there. So uh, just prayer, prayer for wisdom, prayer for, for grace, for all of that. Um, if you want to follow what's going on, uh, my name is oddly spelled. So you can type Eric Estep um, into the Google machine and that'll probably show you a lot of stuff. But I'm at, I'm at Eric Estep on Twitter. Um, I'm also, there's also ericfororegon.com. You can, you can go on the website there and see what's going on. Um, and if you, if you want to help, you can reach out to me too. That'd be, that'd be fun. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm excited for you. And am, is this your first podcast you've been on here as a, um, candidate? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I feel really good about that. And so, uh, Eric, thanks for sharing this with uh, me and with, our listeners, and uh, I do trust that the Lord will g- grant you grace and help. And in fact, could I even pray for you mm. uh, as we close out here? Heavenly Father, I do ask that you would give uh, Eric all that he needs, all the grace, all the wisdom, all the endurance, uh, all the energy that he needs to be uh, this kind of ambassador for Oregon. So would you help him? And Father, I pray that you would raise up other people who would do Uh, similar, maybe smaller, but similar things in uh, loving the city. And so I pray that you would be good. And you've asked us to do that. Pray for the welfare of the city. So we're we're praying for the welfare of our city and for, of our state and asking you to bless Eric with this. So anyway, would you just be good to him and uh, bless this endeavor, help him to uh, learn from it and be more like Jesus because of it. And Mm. we ask this in his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So I guess it's my job here today, isn't it? Say, don't uh, forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and go ahead and rate us. We've had a few other people writing, not only uh, give, rating us, but giving us reviews. And that would be 
wonderful if you do that, and we appreciate it very much. Maybe we'll read a couple of those coming up. And so if, uh, if you'd like, please share this with a friend, and um, we, will, uh, we will talk again soon. We look forward to the next conversation. Okay.